The Bill Myers Show podcast is sponsored by Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. Find out more about them at clouserdrilling.com. I hit the microphone button off it. I need it on because I'm going to talk with Bob Shan. Hey, Bob. How's life? Hey, good morning, Bill. Uh, Having a couple of crazy genes in my DNA, I'd like to back up crazy gene statement about uh, the people coming across the border being controlled by the government. Uh, In the short run, in playing the long chess game, the short run is building up the labor pool. So that's been talked about, said, and done. And I would also add uh, building up the uh, voter pool also. Yeah. A, a more compliant yeah. voter, a more yeah. predictable voter, yeah. let's say. Multiple okay. ones. But mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of folks from Venezuela coming over, right? Because they're kind of having uh, uh, a real fest down there. But if you look up proven oil reserves globally, Venezuela, known proven reserves, has a 1,000 years of production in reserve. Mm. The USA has 6.3 years of production, known proven reserves in reserve. So looking at the petrodollars, we're not going to run out of oil anytime soon. We're not going to run out of the need for it. But playing the game out over a long period of time, you know, we're going to be looking at uh, oil, where it is, who has it, and what the geopolitical nature is of these different countries that have it. Interesting point uh, of view on that. Let me yeah. let me just uh, yeah. touch on I have a story here that uh, I was reading this morning. And, and of course, Oregon will never, Oregon state government will never miss an opportunity to destroy itself in some form or make something worse. That's generally the way the state government behaves. Would you, uh, you, you agree with me on that, that first premise? Yes, right? I do. Okay. Yeah. Here is a plan. And I know that there are many state employees that are very jealous of, or they jealously guard their PERS benefits, public employee retirement system, right? Especially if you're Tier 1. Boy, if you're Tier 1, that was the, uh, the gravy train time to be on it. But I'm looking... a little sidebar, the city of Medford pays the PERS portion for their employees. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. A little extra benefit there. Along with great... With your tax money. Along with great... Uh, okay, I just... Uh, God bless America. All right. Uh, I'm sure that at some point we'll all be assigned our own PERS employee to take care of if PERS ever goes bust. But this is, this is the point that I wanted to make here. I was reading in the Oregonian, OregonLive.com this morning. Oregon's plan to make state retirement fund... Carbon neutral relies on industry commitments. Now, you're supposed to run PERS for one reason and one reason only, Bob, and that would be as a fiduciary to generate the most, the maximum rate of return in order to pay the retirees. Well, now they want to muck with the, uh, the PERS plan to go with green energy. And think about that. In, in other words, carbon neutral, green energy, all the rest of it. Now, we're already looking at the EV turning into the Titanic, right? It's crashing, and everybody's been investing in the windmills. Everyone's investing in the electric vehicles right now are getting killed. And the state of Oregon is talking about going in to that kind of stuff for their retirees in order to guarantee the retirees' future. Doesn't that strike you as a little odd? Well, will they turn around and subsidize them? <laughs> to keep them afloat. Yeah, but they can't subsidize them. But, but they, but the state can't subsidize them. We would have to subsidize it. We have to make up the right. difference. In fact, all we regular folks, if PERS doesn't make money, 
we regular schmoes who are not on PERS and will probably be working till we're 90 <laughs> will will be on the hook to pay for the PERS retiree. Somebody's got to pay for it, and it's always the taxpayer. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just thought yeah. I would uh, note that. But point well taken, by the way, on Gene's comment, too. All right? You be okay. well. All right. You too, Bill. All right. Now then, Roundup and obesity. Could there be a connection? Well, they're thinking about it. Interesting study. I'll share that with you coming up. This hour of the Bill Meyer Show is proudly sponsored by Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros on Main Street in Phoenix. Hi, it's Bill Meyer. I told you I saved by switching my home and auto to Sky Park Insurance, but I'm not the only one. Here's Carol from Central Point. Sky Park doubled my liability coverage on three cars and my travel trailer, and they cut my premium in half, saving me over $1,100 a year, and it was easy. Thanks, Steve. Sky Park is an independent agency with providers like Progressive, Safeco, Foremost, and more. Call Steve for a quote 541-261-5444 or visit skyparkins.com at skypark we make insurance easy hi there it's jeff with quality tree service as we look forward to spring now is the time we offer our best rates of the year winter is also a great time to prune your trees because they're dormant and waiting to wake up and grow in a healthy way so give us a call and get a no obligation quote i think you'll be impressed with how affordable it is to get your trees shaped up for spring Quality Tree Service offers senior and military discounts, too. Find us at qualitytreeservicemedford.com. One of each sold VIN 909407, MSRP 2165 due, Sportage VIN 69157, MSRP 3390, 10 k miles per year, zero security deposit, all incentives and discounts to dealer, plus tax, title, license, 150 registration, processing fee, trading in a vehicle will not eliminate your debt, naked equity applied to new loan balance, ends 229.24. With brand new Kias starting at $149 a month, it's time to get more in 24 at Kia Medford. More savings, more selection, more for your trade. Rush in now. Get a new 2024 Kia Soul LX Automatic, just $149. 49 a month lease for a new 2024 Kia Sportage LX all-wheel drive. Only $199 a month lease, both for 24 months. Ready to get out of your current lease or loan? Once we make a deal, we'll pay off your trade no matter how much you owe. Need credit? Go to KiaMedford.com to get pre-approved in less than 30 seconds with no effect on your credit score. Get more in 24 with Souls, $149 a month. Sportages, $199 a month at Kia Medford. Click KiaMedford.com. The truth and nothing but. This is the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. They tell this story in this AP article about a single mom, Caitlin Colbert is her name, watched as the rent for her two-bedroom apartment double and then triple and quadruple in a decade in Denver. It's now 3374 bucks. And it's every month they point out is like millions of Americans when people pay their rent, you know, and they, they pay for their kids, you know, school supplies and they buy their groceries. They have nothing left if they can even get to that point. In this particular case, this woman, Colbert, a social worker, would often arrive home to notices giving her 30 days to pay her rent or she'd face eviction. You know, if the Biden economy was doing as well as they now claim... How come credit card delinquencies are now at a record high? Keeping you on the straight path. Later today, it's the Sean Hannity Show. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 
ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 11 inches plus of rain over just two days. Devastating weather on the West Coast. I wake up and my bed is in my kitchen and my living room, just underneath mud. Breaking news from Buckingham Palace. King Charles has cancer. It's so sad. I wish him well. And the loss of a country icon. Please welcome Kobe Keith. This is a roller coaster. You just sit here and wait on it to go away. It may not ever go away. Keith is 62. When you need to know, it's KMED and 93 KCMD. Welcome back to the Bill Meyer Show, 106.3 KMET, 99.3 KCMD. 18 after 7. I was poking around on YouTube last night, and I'm a fan of Sammy Hagar. I like both versions of uh, Van Halen, the part with Dave, and then, of course, the later version with, uh, with Sammy Hagar as the uh, singer. So I happened to look up this video. This video popped up in my feed on YouTube. I'm looking around there, and it's Bad Motor Scooter. You know that song I was just playing as the uh, as the bumper. And so I'm looking at these guys in the early '70s, Montrose, and uh, Sammy was the singer for that right now, or at that time rather. And and it just astounded me when you look at the guys and you look at the crowd in the uh, in the audience, and everyone was skinny. Everyone, everyone was skinny. You look at videos of the 1960s for the most part. Everyone was skinny. Now, I've always been a chunky kid. But even in the 1960s, my version of chunky would be considered skinny today. You know, the way it was when I was uh, as a kid. Is there? And, and, of course, there are all sorts of reasons. Didn't have video games when I was a kid. You had to go out and play. Even I was on my bike all the time. So certainly there was uh, exercise uh, issues. And But I have to wonder sometimes about the diet. And not just fast food, but just the actual core components of our diet. You start wondering sometimes. And people have brought up uh, all sorts of issues like uh, PFAS, you know, those permanent type of uh, the Teflon type chemicals within the environment, uh, things that uh, end up changing body metabolism. In fact, uh, I think the, uh, the actual term for, uh, for chemicals that they're thinking will, might have something to do with metabolism, obesogens. Obesogens, things that end up messing up metabolism, uh, which in some cases they believe can lead to obesity. Food supply very different now than uh, when we were growing up, when I was even growing up. A little less processing of things. Yeah, they're starting to get more processed. And yeah, we had more uh, just plain old white bread, Wonder Bread, you know, things like that. But uh, I was reading this article by the anonymous right-wing Journalist, science guy, maybe you call him a bro, a, a bro scientist kind of guy, the raw egg nationalist. Okay, raw egg nationalist, and he was writing about a study on glyphosate, otherwise known as Roundup. 
And you know, three-fourths of all the herbicides used in the world right now, it's Roundup or some variation of it. Glyphosate. It was discovered back in or invented back in the 1950s, and it really started being commercialized in the 1970s. So I'm going through this here, and, um, well, there's a study that he was uh, paying attention to from 2019, which I was intrigued by. It's called the Assessment of Glyphosate-Induced Epigenetic Transgenerational Inherence, Inheritance rather, of Pathologies and Sperm Epimutations, Generational Toxicology. And what the study showed from 2019 is that you can expose a female rat to glyphosate, in other words, Roundup, and she doesn't necessarily suffer. The current rat doesn't necessarily suffer. But her offspring, four generations down the line, none of that, none who were actually uh, exposed to Roundup will be fatter and unhealthier as a result. And it appears that, according to the study, that there are many chemicals out there that have these sort of transgenerational effects here. But anyway, Roundup is huge. It's huge. In fact, it's even used to harvest wheat. You know, you kill the, the wheat with Roundup after that, and then the wheat gets ground up and then put in bread. And I'm trying to take a little bit of this, uh, of these, uh, of this scientific study from 2019 and, uh, and boil it down. And, and I don't get off too much in the weeds there. But the assumption had always been that since uh, the body, the human body gets rid of Roundup, you know, you, you know, you get some Roundup in you, some glyphosate, that it's, that it's excreted out of you or processed or metabolized, and it's out of your body within a few hours, maybe 10, 11 hours, you know, for the most part, maybe a little bit more. And so the assumption then was always that it's safe for this reason. Well, it's all right. It's not sticking around in the body, and, you know, you metabolize it, and off you go. And that's the way, for the most part, chemical safety has been done in the United States of America. We'll study you. In other words, we'll take you or your rat, as the case might be, and we'll shove you full of uh, PFAS or we'll give you a whole bunch of Roundup and, and whatever it is. And, oh, okay, you got rid of the Roundup. You metabolized it. The liver and the kidneys took care of it. It's out and everything's fine. And, uh, well, you appear to be okay. And the rat appears to be okay. And then a chemical gets approved. That's the way we, and I'm, I know I'm really overly simplifying it, so please bear with me when I just mention this. So if you're okay, if you take the Roundup and then you're okay, well, fine. Roundup is safe. And then it goes out into the community, and hey, I've used Roundup, love it. Spray, 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 dead. Dead right there, the plant, you know, that kind of thing, the weed. <laughs> but it's everywhere. All right. But what they found out in this study is that it wasn't necessarily the first person exposed to Roundup that had problems. It was the offspring. Offspring down the line. First generation, second generation, third generation, especially the fourth generation. You go through four generations and the rats started being really fat and really just not all that healthy. Just naturally. Same kind of diet, same everything else. Everything else was all controlled. And so they would, you know, have the... Uh, the mother rat exposed, and then the second generation had more problems. The third generation had more problems. And the fourth generation really had uh, some interesting problems in this study. I thought that was just fascinating. And what uh, Raw Egg Nationalist was uh, positing, and I'm not so sure he's not right, that uh, when you're talking about 
whether something is safe in the environment, whether chemicals put into our food or into our farming are safe or not, you can't just look at whether the first person that ends up getting exposed to it is okay. What does it do to the genes that are passed on? And that's just it. It appears to have some, uh, like a mutation problem within the gene deal that ends up being passed on for multiple generations. And I thought that was very, just fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. And uh, glyphosate, by the way, is not the only substance that does this. There's another chemical called TBT, known, a known endocrine disruptor, that raw egg natural, uh, nationalist, nationalist rather says uh, caused serious metabolic, uh, metabolic disruption in subsequent generations of mice after exposure in the first generation, in the first generation. So, you know, you're looking at the kids, and that kids have been getting sicker, and fatter overall. Now, I know, yeah, there's food and there's lack of activity. You can't discount that, too. But there has been an overall lessening of health in many young children. And doctors have been uh, concerned about this. You know, the kids that are considered fat today, that are just considered, well, they're a little chubby today, back when I was growing up, would have been considered morbidly obese. And we, gotta, we better do something about this, parents. You know, that kind of thing. I say this as a guy who has struggled with uh, weight his entire life. Now, I'm not blaming my situation on Roundup. But what I do find interesting is that it's been a lot of the offspring of uh, people born in the 1940s, 50s, 60s that seem to be coming into more of these problems. Might that be a part of it, along with, you know, uh, you're going to take 48 vaccines rather than uh, six or seven like your parents did or the grandparents did in some case. But I think it's really interesting, and it's uh, worth worth looking up. It's a raw egg nationalist. Just uh, Google him out there or search. And it's uh, glyphosate is a transgenerational obesogen. Messes with people's uh, metabolism. Slows it down. You get fatter just naturally. But I guess in some cases maybe what it is now is that uh, you'll get your you know, your hit of Roundup in your food supply, and then that's okay. You'll then get your dose of, uh, your government-mandated dose of Ozempic, right? <laughs> you know, the diabetes medicine. Yeah, we'll all be on that here within the next uh, five years. This is the Bill Meyer Show. Stephen Westfall Roofing, Inc., Southern Oregon's roofing experts want to serve you. This family-owned and operated team of experts would love to help you feel safe with a long-lasting roof over your head. From estimate to install, you'll be amazed with the workmanship this team provides. New construction, re-roofing, tile, metal, composition, skylights, and tunnels. Westfall makes it happen. Stephen Westfall Roofing, Inc. gets it done. No more leaking, no more squeaking. Safe and secure. That's the Westfall way. Call today, CCB number 230804. Whether you've had your car for a few months or many years, most people take pride in their vehicles and take good care of them. So when an accident happens, Lithia Body and Paint knows you want it back on the road fast, looking better than ever. Since 1946, Lithia Body and Paint has been putting minor dings and major collisions in the rearview mirror. Service, speed, accuracy. That's Lithia Body and Paint. Repair so good... (laughs) 
It's like it never happened. Find them on Bullock Road just off Crater Lake Highway in Medford. Lithia Body and Paint. Freddy's Diner in Old Town Eagle Point is a family diner designed to please everyone in the family. Along with 13 burgers, there's eight fresh sandwiches and seven different melts all served with fresh cut fries. There's Carolina chicken smothered in mushrooms, onions, bacon, cheddar cheese, and honey mustard sauce. There's seven seafood baskets, hickory smoked ribeyes, chicken fried chicken and steak, and so much more. You're invited to Freddy's Diner on Main in Old Town Eagle Point. Open 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day for lunch and dinner. Now, during Staples Print Big Sale, get $20 off your print purchase of $100 or more, $50 off your print purchase of $200 or more, and $100 off your print purchase of $300 or more. So the more you print at Staples, the more you save. To demonstrate, print, print, print at Staples, you save, save, save. But if you print, 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 print at Staples, you save, 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 save. See how that works. Staples Print Big Sale. Print more, save more, up to $100. Ends 210. Visit staples.com slash print for details. 106.3 KMED, 99.3 KCMD. This is The Bill Myers Show. By the way, the Trump ballot ban case is being heard right now in front of the Supreme Court. We'll see if the system will actually uh, correct itself. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, it, could you imagine if the Supreme Court actually ruled that he could be kicked off the ballot? I don't know. Well, that was Lucretia's theme. We'll bring you on. It's Conspiracy Theory Thursday. Lucretia, what's on your mind? This isn't a conspiracy. It's um, Dr. Russell Blaylock. He said the other thing that's really causing obesity is all the MSG. He said that you wouldn't even eat a can of soup if they didn't put MSG in it. It's, it's, it just smells like tin. It just is terrible. And so they just doctor it up. But it's the MSG. Um, which is natural flavors. You'll find uh, yeah, by the way, I was going to, I was going to mention, I'm glad you brought this up. Lucretia, you and I are actually going to be in an agreement on this. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, uh, all right. Now uh, I'm just going to, you might want to just write this down on the calendar. Okay. That Bill okay. agreed with me. Okay. <laughs> you're going to have the egg nationalists on. You should have him on talking about eggs. And remember I was telling you about Arnold Schwarzenegger and how he would get people to eat up to 36 eggs a day because it's the cholesterol in the eggs that is so healthy and so muscle building. Oh, yeah. Well, no problem with that. Uh, back to the MSG, though. One of the biggest challenges of finding monosodium glutinate, glutamate, which I think is the uh, the official name of that, the chemical name of that, it's an excitotoxin, right? And it uh, excites nerves and, of course, uh, is, a, is used as a flavoring, used as a flavoring agent in a lot of Asian food. Of course, it's just in a lot of food, period, but it's hidden under about 50 different names, from what I understand. You know, you'll look there in the ingredient, you'll see, uh, you know, uh, yeast extract, hydrolyzed yeast extract. Have you ever, ever seen that in an ingredient? Right, absolutely. And natural flavors, are, excuse me, also the... Um the uh, glyphosate is also known to cause an incredible increase in cancer. Dr. Zach Bush says he doesn't know how we'll survive with that. And it's being sprayed, Dr. Klinghart says, to add to the conspiracy, win the chemtrails. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. But the 2019 st uh, study that I was uh, referencing that Raw Egg Nationalist was, uh, was talking about would seem to indicate that even if you were to end to eliminate all this stuff right now, that a lot of genetic damage has already been done to the human genome because and of this, because it is passed down. It is passed down to the future generations. And a half a part per billion is enough to destroy your gut flora. It's a, it's a 
is Kile itself, um, it's, it's kind of like the round, or excuse me, the Asian orange, mm-hmm. but it, it, it definitely is, um, destroys your, your microbiome and so your immune system. Yeah, well, I just know I'm terrified when I'm agreeing with you on too many things this morning, okay? All right? I know. I, I'm, going, I'm going to have to go on vacation. Like I'm going to have to go on vacation and repent, okay? All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Lucretia. <laughs> uh, speaking of repent... Uh, did I tell you about? I didn't tell you about this one guest. I'm not normally going down this uh, this wheelhouse, but remember, I told you that today was going to be a wild conspiracy theory Thursday, and I have a few minutes with Pastor Mark Blitz. He's the uh, the founder, rather, of El Shaddai Ministries up in Washington State, and he comments on the feasts of the Lord, and he's big on. He's big on eclipses, blood moons, things like that. And he says that there's going to be a doozy of a solar eclipse April 8th. I guess it's talking about war, pestilence, whatever. And like I said, it's not only my my wheelhouse, but it, it's kind of odd enough on Conspiracy Theory Thursday. I'll talk with him about it and see what he has to say. I guess a lot of people follow him. And I'd never heard of him until recently, but uh, I ended up getting a tip. And Okay, yeah, we'll have him on. Good morning, KMED, KCMD. Who's this? Coffee, it's Francine. <laughs> you pouring coffee? Uh, by the way, pour talking. coffee while you can because uh, Klaus Schwab wants that too. Because uh, coffee is bad, bad, oh, you know, for the environment. You know, but... mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I... Ha- have your have your meal worms. Eat eat your meal worms and be right. happy. All right. Right. We're gonna we're gonna run hot water over a strainer full of worms and then drink the juice. Yay. Oh God. Yay us. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I even said that. I'm just having um... fun. What's up? <laughs> Okay, a couple of things I wanted to comment on Dinesh D'Souza's movie Police State and a little blurb I heard on the news this morning. And I'll start with the news. Okay. Um, okay, what's, what's the guy's name that was do, running the investigation into uh, Biden and the, the, uh, the illicit uh, have, having all the, you know, the records at his house? Oh, um, um, you're talking about um, the uh, prosecutor who finds himself in, uh, in trouble right now, right? He's been getting in trouble. That guy. Well, I don't know. I, I, that's not what I what I heard on the news is they've completed. He's completed his investigation, but he's not going to publish the 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 what he's discovered until this has passed the scrutiny of the White House, so that Biden can decide how many how many things his uh, executive privilege will cover up. Oh, nothing like uh, nothing like the prosecutor running it by the uh, subject. Okay, I love it. I I can't. You know, if I were ever charged with a uh, Jack Smith. Is that who you're talking about, Jack Smith? I, I yeah, I don't remember. I I was you know, I don't always Yeah, I didn't I didn't hear that story, but it's okay. I'll just take your word for it right now. I'll look it up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean they didn't phrase it exactly the way I did, but that's the gist of what they said. Well, nothing yeah. like getting the White House's uh, permission then on uh, on what yeah, will be released um, about the crimes that the White House may have committed. I love it. Right. That's great. We've investigated your criminality. Now, how much of this would you like us to reveal? Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Gotta <Yeah>. love it. <laughs> Gotta love it, Francine. All right. What else? Okay, so last night I started watching on that movie channel that you, you, you're you afraid of, that I told you about. <laughs> um, I started watching Dinesh, Dinesh D'Souza's Police State. And while it's, you know, it's, I got about a half hour into it, and, and, and it's presenting good information, but it's kind of like preaching to the choir, and it's, he did not go into um he did not back things up in a way that i could share like i have a next door neighbor who's who's very 
far left, but she's also very intelligent and very open-minded, and we can talk about anything without arguing. I would have liked to share this with her, but I'm not going to because it doesn't present anything that's kind of like, you know, it's got the background or the references or anything mm-hmm. so that people that don't believe it, that at least would be willing to watch it, can realize it's absolute honesty. It just sounds like a bunch of opinions. It's, uh, in other words, a, a typical, in other words, typical red meat fed to the... I mean, yeah. it's not dishonest. It's absolutely right on. What, what so far, what I've seen. But, but if they're going, if somebody's going to go through all the trouble to make a film like that, they need to. The people that need to see it need to have, you know, enough meat in it to get to hold them, so that they go, oh, this is interesting. Instead of oh god, just more blah blah. This blah, is more right wing, you know? uh, more right wing red meat propaganda. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know. So, yeah, so that's just my comment on that. I mean, I'm, I'll probably watch more of it tonight, but uh, it's almost like... Well he, well, he sucked you in. That's all that mattered. As long as he well, sucks I'm you curious, in, he's happy. You know? I know. I'm curious what he has to say, you know, because he, he's, he's, a, he's a good filmmaker. But I, I think, you know, and the same with the, the, the a lot of the... Well, well you know, uh, well, another issue that sometimes you'll hear people say is that, you know, a lot of times we watch these things and... Uh, and then they don't really come up with any way to get out of this. They don't have a solution for it. Well, uh, I, I think one of the biggest mistakes you think is that everybody that's going to point out to you uh, what, what is going wrong is somehow going to magically uh, cure it. That's going to be kind of up to us, I think. And I, I, I wish I kind of, you know, want people to roll off of that kind of stuff. Anyway, I, I got to roll. But anyway, thank you for that. And let me go to line two, KMD, KCMD. Hi, who's this? Hello. Hello. Yes, Jane, go ahead. Okay. Uh, you know where they're taking President uh, Trump's name off the ballot? I wonder if they happen to think about the fact that opens the uh, door for uh, Democrats to get the same thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you have to understand that the system, the Democratic system, which is in control of most of the institutions right now, figures that oh, we're the ones that make those decisions. And so we'll always be OK. I think that's kind of the, uh, you know, the thought process that's going on there. And a Democrat being able to take uh, two positions on the same uh, issue, <laughs> you know, in other words, being a hypocrite is not a surprise in the least. OK. Appreciate the call there, Gene. Let me go to line three, and then we're going to get ready for... we got to talk about this Grants Pass uh, chaos meeting yesterday with the city council. Hi, who's this? Good morning. Hello? Hi. Good morning, Bill. Bill, is, this, are you, is it me? Yes, it is you. Well, then me is Mike Telfrey from Grants Pass. Hey, Mike. And um, Hey, Bill, how are you doing? So I was at that meeting, but I, I wanted to share, um, because this is Conspiracy Theory Thursday, so if the listeners really want to go down a deep, deep rabbit hole and fill their coffer with conspiracy theories, I would recommend that they navigate to a, w- a website called StopWorldControl.com. Mm-hmm. Again, again, it's StopWorldControl.com. Um, I, I personally feel that it's extremely factual, um, but it is full of information, and it would fill this uh, a, a, a conspiracy theory Thursday, full of all sorts of information. Will do. Stopworldcontrol.com. dot com. I'll have to take a look at that. All right. And then one last thing I wanted to tell you: I was at that meeting last night, and because public comment uh, was pushed so late into the evening, I wanted to recommend a tent pack because, based on what I see around Grant Pass, we could have easily solved our funding issue 
with just putting a tent on tax, uh, a tax on the number of tents that we see in our community. So I like it. Unfortunately, it was too late. So I, I, I kind of like that idea, though, you know, a tent tax. Right. But then that would be cruel and unusual idea. punishment for the tenters. All right. Thank you, Bill. All right. Thank you, Mike. 20 before eight. Richard Ammons joins me. Joko Eagle. Next. Two Dogs Fabricating is a truck and trailer equipment company. Service bodies, flatbeds, dump trailers, racks, and more. They transform your truck and trailer into the ultimate work rig. Two Dogs Fabricating can custom design and build a bed and trailer that's specifically designed to carry your equipment. Plus, we have North Star flatbeds, Pacific truck service bodies, job box and buyer's toolboxes, lift gates, Delco dump trailers, everything you need to do the job better and easier. To get outfitted, go see Two Dogs Fabricating on Brian Way off Sage Road. Visit twodogsfab.com. By Coastal Media's Best of Southern Oregon magazine is online at bestofsouthernoregon.com. Find the winners in nearly 200 categories by flipping through the magazine online or sort by category and discover Southern Oregon's best suppliers of goods and services like Southern Oregon's Wellness Clinic, Rosario's, Shreve Insurance, and Kelly's Appliance. Congratulations to all the award winners from By Coastal Media, publishers of Best of Southern Oregon. Nominations for 2024 to 2025 starts in spring. Visit bestofsouthernoregon.com. KMED, KCMD News, sponsored by Millette Construction, specializing in foundation repair and replacement. Get on solid ground by visiting MilletConstruction.com. Good morning, I'm Marcus Villa with your NBC5 Morning News Update. Oregon's quarterly revenue forecast is out this week. The Office of Economic Analysis confirmed the state's continues to bring in record revenue. Governor Kotek said, quote, Oregon's economy continues to stabilize now we need to keep our economy moving in the right direction, end quote. The forecast shows Jackson County is well above the national average in terms of increasing productivity for workers. The state continues to bring in record revenue, but the report warned of future problems due to population stagnation. Representative Marsh says investing in education is also vital to the future of our economy. Prices at the pump are starting to climb in most states. Oregon, however, is trending in the other direction. According to AAA, the national average this week sits at 3.15 a gallon. Oregon's average dipped by two cents, now at 3.60. In fact, all counties in Oregon have averages below $4 a gallon, except Curry County at $4.24. AAA says gas prices often start to rise this time of year, so it recommends enjoying these numbers now while they're still around. It also says the switch from winter to summer blend fuel. No more sun tests before 5 p.m. and overall a higher demand for gas are all reasons for prices to rise this time of year. For local news anytime, you can head to our website or to our Facebook page, KLBI-TV, NBC5. And for NBC5 News, I'm Marcus Veal. Have a great day. This hour of the Bill Meyer Show is proudly sponsored by Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros and Full Service Auto Repair. Hi, it's Jason at Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros. If you're wondering about the condition of your tires, stop in and we'll check your tread level and give you an honest assessment on wear and ability to navigate icy, slick roads. And if you need new tires, Phoenix Auto Center has a great selection of top brands like General, Hercules, Cooper, Falcon, Mastercraft, BF Goodrich, and more. 
For the best tire prices and service, see your local, family-owned Phoenix Auto Center tire pros on Main in Phoenix. One of each sold VIN 909407 MSRP 2615 due sportage VIN 69157 MSRP 3390 due 10K miles per year, zero security deposit, all incentives and discounts to dealer plus tax title license, 150 registration processing fee, trading in a vehicle will not eliminate your debt, naked of equity applied to new loan balance ends 229.24. With brand new Kias starting at $149 a month, it's time to get more in 24 at Kia Medford. More savings, more selection more for your trade rush in now get a new 2024 kia soul lx automatic just 149 a month lease for a new 2024 kia sportage lx all-wheel drive only 199 a month lease both for 24 months ready to get out of your current lease or loan once we make a deal we'll pay off your trade no matter how much you owe need credit go to kiamedford.com to get pre-approved in less than 30 seconds with no effect on your credit score get more in 24 with souls 149 a month. Sportage is 199 a month at Kia Medford. Click KiaMedford.com. Millette Construction has been a general contractor for 40 years. For the last 20 years, they've specialized in foundation repair and replacement. If you have sloping floors, cracks in walls, and windows and doors that are hard to open, you have a foundation problem that's only getting worse. At Millette Construction, they not only fix your foundation and level your house, they solve the water problem that's causing the damage. Get on solid ground. Call Millette Construction for a free estimate. Visit MilletteConstruction.com. CCB number 32787. Hi, this is Lisa, the Hughes Lumber Girl, and I'm on 106.7 KMED. Richard Emmons is the editor and publisher of the Josephine County Eagle. www.jocoeagle.com covers all the news here in Southern Oregon. Of course, Josephine County perspective, of course, a focus on that. And, man, there was a lot of hotness at the Grants Pass City Council meeting about how to pay for public safety. Wasn't that the case, Richard? Welcome back. Yeah, hey, good to be here. Yeah, there's, you know, a lot of heat, a little bit of light. And uh, at the end, uh, they did uh, not pass a sales tax. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that there was a big sigh of relief, but there was also... Uh, not so much sigh relief from the people in the food and beverage industry, the restaurants, because uh, they did pass a food and beverage tax. You know, that did pass at 3% and then a $9 utility tax. Really? So so they, they, yeah. they didn't do the general sales tax, but a food and beverage tax. Oh, boy. Uh, in other words, they went the direction of the city of Ashland, what Ashland did a number of years ago. Yeah, and, and one of the people that made public comment pointed out that the the taxpayers there, they just voted it out. Now, it sunsets, according to his comments, at 2030. So they're giving the city, you know, six or seven years to come up with another funding source. But the people down there, they got organized and they repealed it. Mm -hmm. uh, time will tell if that happens here or not. But it really, when you listen to the comments, you know, the people that are running, like one woman, she's running a catering business, and she's able to do that and raise her kids, and she she grew up in the restaurant industry, and she's just making it. But, when, you know, she says that, you know, a tax like this could be the difference between staying in business and going out of business. You know, another guy comes in, he's basically dressed in like the, looks like a the black chef's outfit or somebody that's a maitre d' at a restaurant. And he's just saying, you know, I'm, I'm busting my chops and I'm, I'm almost broke. You know, it's like he's meaning he's just 
barely making it. But you see, the thing is, that's the standard way that the restaurant industry industry works. A lot of industries, I mean, a lot of churn in the restaurant industry. People come and go. Restaurants come and go. Close all the time. One of the most difficult businesses to open up. And the city of Grants Pass is going to tax that now? Now, is it... uh, is the uh, tax based on profit, or is it just a sales tax? Everything that gets sold gets taxed. Well, it, it, it's a sales tax on food and beverage. You know, so it's a three percent restaurant tax. You could call it that mm-hmm. on catered food and so forth. And they need to work out the, the details. You know, last night the main thing, you know, they, the the city staff wanted the decision to be made so they'd have direction as they, you know, prepare the budget. When yeah, when does this go into effect? By the way, when is the tax going to effect? I'm sorry, Richard, I interrupted you there. Yeah, well, you know that question came up, and because they don't have the internal capability of collecting a restaurant tax, so that it's a new tax. They're fooding, you know, going to tax food and beverages, and uh, that takes time to get set up. Uh, the city manager Aaron Kubik said that if the city council chooses to simply clone. The Ashland food and beverage tax, it can happen sooner. You know, if they're not his words, but if they're going to reinvent the wheel or reinvent the tax and come up with their own system, that would take longer to come up with. So, you know, there are certain things in play for them to get money sooner or later. And, you know, one you know question that, you know, Rob Pell asked that, came from a Jay Meredith, the former finance director, because he sent out an email yesterday. He's been corresponding on this. The, Rob asked the question about, you know, it takes a year to hire police and fire and get them trained. It's like, you know, are we raising the money earlier than we need to? And he got an answer from from the city staff, but, it, you know, it wasn't exactly clear. I mean, if they collect more money earlier, then they just – adds to the general fund, which is going up. I mean, it is being rebuilt and refunded. So it's it just, but people that are there, I mean, you listen to some of the public, you know, and some of them are more soft-spoken, but they're just, you know, one woman, she's like saying, you know, I, I, I can't afford to eat out, so I'm not going to pay the food and beverage tax. I can't afford to eat out, you know, and I can't afford, you know, a sales tax. And, uh, you know, the idea, you know, some one was a property manager and, she has a lot of mom and pop landlords, and they charge a flat amount of rent to their tenants, and and they can't pass on a higher utility tax. So there's, you know, there's just a, a real squeeze on the on the people that are providing housing, providing jobs, you know, providing food, you know, to, beverages, uh, which, you know, is a real attraction of Grants Pass. We have a lot of wonderful restaurants, and I think, you know, so much of the way government works is like they don't work as like an integrated whole because, you know, five years ago when they passed a new minimum wage that's been ramping up, right now in Grants Pass, it's $15.20 an hour. So a restaurant to hire a teenager or an adult to wash dishes in a restaurant, they've got to pay them $15.20 an hour. And come July 1st, it's, it's on autopilot. It's going to go up by the cost of living. So, you know, it's just really hard on restaurants. It's hard on everyone, but uh, the restaurant industry, I'm very sympathetic to. And I got to say, Grants Pass has a pretty vibrant restaurant uh, community right now, or restaurant industry downtown. They've uh, managed to carve out a you know, pretty decent reputation there. 
Uh, Richard Emmons is the editor and publisher of the Josephine County Eagle, JocoEagle.com. Richard, was there any conversation given from the city of Grants Pass about the expense side of the argument? Because all I ever hear any government talk about is we need this. We need, you know, uh, some study says we're supposed to have four man crews. And so city of Medford goes and screws people over, you know, with uh, with their public safety uh, issues and various other things. And yet, uh, I always get concerned when you have uh, unionized uh, police and fire, you know, coming forth and 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 pushing for pay and benefits. And a lot of times, they end up helping uh, get city councils elected. Was there any talk about the expense side of things? Well, there was definitely public comment made on that point. You know, public safety. You know, you know, one woman said that shouldn't that come first, the safety of the people? You know, why aren't they funding the police first? I mean, it's it's a really good question. I mean, it just seems like instead of funding law enforcement first, we fund it last. I mean, there aren't any other departments there. You've got fire department, police department, mm-hmm. and they're there, but, you know, there's, they're not trying to raise taxes, you know, to play for, pay for people in the planning department, you know, and they may have another internal source of funding from other fees that are charged on builders, but they, they're not looking at some of the bigger things and other things that they might do. And and the one thing that stood out, and it's like, this is something your listeners should understand, is that they're, they did fund, you know, eight new positions, three firefighters, three police officers, one crime analyst, and then one maintenance person to take care of the public safety facilities. Now, I'm going to ask a stupid question here, all right? Has there been that much population growth that backs that up? Well, they did take a, the, the police and fire did take a cut, you know, you know, roughly, uh, like let's say 2016. There are <laughs> years back when they went through the budget and they eliminated budgeted positions. So they okay. weren't filled, so they didn't lay people off, but they had budgeted positions. So they, so the population is fairly stable in total numbers, but if you look at the mix of the population, obviously there are a lot more, you know, vagrants, transients, drug addicts, and ah. so forth that are in Grants Pass, and they're they're the ones that create crime. You know, if they're the ones that are there that uh, require more police officers and more of a police presence. So it, it, you know, I mean, there there are things that I mean, just on the on the other tax things, and for instance, the business license tax. You know, that's a tax that small businesses pay and big businesses pay, but the nonprofits don't pay that. They're exempt. So the hospital doesn't pay it. You know, all care doesn't pay it and so forth. You know, those are other things that might raise money that could be more, you know, equitably spread out because a company that's a nonprofit company, they don't pay that. And that's just one example. Well, yeah, that's the whole issue that I have with the entire concept of the nonprofit corporation it's uh, not that nobody's making money there. <laughs> you know, it's it's not right. like it's a, you know, I, I think in people's minds they've been conditioned to think of as a of a nonprofit corporation, which I would also add Asante, Providence, all the rest of it, they're all considered nonprofit corporations, that sort of thing. Uh, they're not charities, though. There's a big difference. See what I'm getting at? They're not oh, charities. Absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're not charities. They're really, and that's why they're tax-exempt organizations. I mean, that's what they are. They don't pay... Many of the taxes 
you know, obviously the water utility fee, one of the advantages of that is that it is spread out over, you know, all the nonprofits. And anybody that gets a water bill, you know, really whether they use water or not, it could be a vacant house using no water, uh, it will pay the $9 per month utility tax. So, and that passed, you know, by a five to three vote. And Mayor Sarah Bristol, you know, made it plain that she wouldn't support adding to eight positions if it was only funded by a utility fee. Why so, would that be? Might that be because the nonprofit uh, rackets, I mean, corporations, <laughs> would end up having to pay that? Uh, heck, I can't help but wonder. Yeah, she wasn't asked the reason why, but she does. She does, she can't vote, but she can veto. And to override her veto, it takes six votes. And right now, you don't have six votes huh. on the city council to do that. So that's that's just the political reality. So, you know, but that's that's where it ended out. I mean, people are throwing out comments about you know getting contract workers, you know, for certain functions inside city government. She said that's what businesses do, and. You know, so there are lots of ideas out there. It's just right now where the city council is, they want to bring in money to fund law enforcement. And that's just how it is. I mean, that's that's where they are. Mm. It really. Well, I, judging from my inbox, though, most of the people that were writing me about this situation were way in support. If you're going to have if you're going to have to bite the bullet, they were saying, make it the utility fee. Because that is something which uh, you know practically everyone in town ends up paying in one form or another. That's right. That everybody and, and there's already a mechanism to collect it. Mm-hmm. It makes the city of Grants pass the tax collector because you send the money to them. I mean, think of the people in the Saturday morning growers market when they sell their, you know, I don't know if that's going to count as food and beverage if it's only inside of a restaurant. You know, maybe if they if they sell a cup of coffee. There, they're going to have to add on three cents, you know, to a, mm-hmm. you know, to a, a, you know, a cup of coffee. It, it just, you know, but it adds complexity. It adds stress to these business owners, you know, restaurant owners and and caterers and so forth. They've got to collect it. They could be subject to an audit down the road. And my concern is that there are people that will avoid a town that has a beverage and meals tax just out of a matter of principle. I know people in Jackson County that refuse to go to Ashland or would refu- refuse to go to Ashland because of a meals tax. Just forget about it. Doesn't matter how good the food is, they wouldn't go there. And I'm concerned that's going to happen to Grants Pass to a, a lesser, maybe a, a, a lesser effect, but who knows? It's hard to say. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, there's services now you can, you know, I mean, we use this, especially weeks when we're pulling together the Eagle, where you can, you know, buy a box, comes to your house, it's got four you know, the ingredients for four meals and you can mm-hmm. put it together and it's like restaurant quality food. You just make it at home. And, uh, I mean, people find options. The people that are trying, that are limited on time or they're limited on money, um, they will find options and avoiding a, a tax like this. It is a, it is a tax that they can choose to pay or not to pay. And that was brought up last night, uh, you know, you know, by counselors that voted for it. You know, I mean, uh, Councillor De Lagrange even said, "You know, the homeless would have to pay when they go out to eat. You know, <laughs> you know, the homeless people would pay, you know, sales tax or restaurant tax. So it's like, well, I guess that's something. Uh, I, I guess we'll get some tax equity with uh, the, the vagrants then uh, paying some taxes. All right, 
Uh, Richard, no doubt you will be writing up this and uh, probably putting out uh, some email memos on this uh, to your subscribers over at the Josephine County Eagle, jocoeagle.com. Highly recommend the paper. We appreciate you coming on. And so they're going to go down there. Uh, my opinion is that they're probably going to regret the restaurant tax maybe sooner rather than later. I don't know, but uh, we'll see. It's just my opinion. I think I think we'll see. We're going to see what's going to happen. People are hot. You know, we'll just we'll see what the restaurant community does. Okay. Appreciate the call as always, Richard. Thanks for the report. Good hearing from you. You're welcome. Take care. Richard Emmons, editor and publisher, Josephine County Eagle.